ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let it ride, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get lost in the beat, man. Sometimes I get lost in the beat. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you guys doing? My name is Obi, and welcome to Papa Don't Preach. I'm here with my man, Bennett Miller. What's up? Oh, I'm here uh, in body. I don't know my spirits here. I'm very tired. You look tired. Is it's that a, a mean thing to say to someone? No, it is um, an accurate thing to say. Like, you look tired. You look mm-hmm. like, eh, mm-hmm. today's not the day to try me. No, I mean, I'd fall asleep is the deal. <laughs> Out of defense, I'd just go and I'd hibernate. You're uh, you're getting ready to leave, right? Uh, it's like a you're, couple weeks, like, uh, you know, a shy of two weeks heading to old Italy. Oh, I thought you were leaving, like, tomorrow. No, no, I got a little more time. Okay, great. This is great. No, it's great. Oh, that's I, you, Yeah. I, I, is it like, are you, do you feel, I know when I, I'm traveling, there's a point where I feel like it's too close, but still way too far for me to worry about. Mm, are you yeah, I'm still yet? at that point. Yeah, okay. I um, it's still in the back of my head. Like it doesn't it doesn't dawn on me yet that I'm leaving the country. And there's nothing that you you think that you need like any like, oh maybe I'm gonna need an extra pillow for the plane or um not yet. I'm sure I'll think about it. Like I already picked out a book. I mean I'm playing Zelda. Like honestly, I brought it with me. Like I'm just playing Zelda. Is like <laughs> it's still like it's like if you were to pie chart my life, it's like. You know, kids are the biggest part. Making sure the house doesn't fall apart. Disclaimer. The, the bathroom is a little slice that big. But the other pie part is just playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom as much as I can as while I'm awake. Zelda's got to, uh, we're not sponsored by Zelda, anyone. This is just. No, it's just, it's just game. occupying that much of my brain right now. And the thing is, I'm not like playing the game. I'm just exploring. I'm riding on dragons. <laughs> I'm climbing mountains and flying. It's really not even like fighting people that much. You've gone to just living in the game now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, I got to put the I, kids to bed. Then I got to go and do my dishes in the I, game. I do have a house with a kitchen where I can cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too good. Uh, I, I remember in uh, San Andreas, the game, uh, for all you kids out there, uh, this is back in the PlayStation 2 days, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto had a, a game called Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It was the one that was in L.A., like the hood. Before 5. Yeah, yeah before yeah. 5. It was like Grove Street, the green guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember at one point I was just, I wasn't playing the game. Like I was just living my life in the game. Like yeah. I would go, I'd put down my bag, I'd go upstairs, I'd turn on the game. I'd, my character would go to the gym. I'd ride my bike to a liquor store. I'd eat a burger. <laughs> I'd uh, steal a bus, drive it to Vegas get a plane, <laughs> fly, and just jump into a play, uh, uh, place where I know I can like do some backdoor deals mm-hmm. and then go to my house and play basketball. I'd uh, get a jet ski and go to the beach and play some video games. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm playing a video game, playing a character, playing a video game. Just ride a bike to your actual house in the video game <laughs> and play you playing the game, playing you. I was very meta back then. Yeah. I was very meta back then. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. weird how that... Um you just kind of get lost in that, like the mundanity of things of like the video game life. Yeah. It's just, it's a nice escape from real terrible, awful life. And the soundtrack's much better than real life. Usually. Yeah. My soundtrack's just like, <laughs> oh, <"Obey!" laughs> mm-hmm. helicopters, crash, gunshot, fireworks, dog. Help me, help me, help me. That's what Miro's saying. Help me, help me. And it's like, what do you need help with? And he's like, the blanket needs to go higher. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a, all right. Dude, I, I've I talked to you about it on Spout before, but like, he doesn't do it anymore, but my, my kid used to just like scream, Daddy, help, help. I'm like, <laughs> I go running upstairs and he's like uh, pointing it down on the bed because he dropped like his sippy cup mm-hmm. or uh, his penguin 
or the penguin's cape fell off. And I'm like, all right, we really, we really got to have a, a real conversation about tone and like learning how to calibrate. Like, I'm like, you don't understand like the blood pressure and like running up the stairs. Like I'm not a young man. No. Like if I run up the stairs and I pull a hammy and I come falling down that stairs, we're all fucked. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done, bro. Can't be doing that shit. But um, yes, uh, I'm glad that you're playing <laughs> fucking Zelda. I'm still Thank a, you. I'm still a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that much fun anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd imagine being a Jedi does well, be a drag after a while. And, and you know what? Um, for those of you guys who don't know, when it comes to these games uh, where you, it's like explore open world, once you beat the game, they have this new big thing has been called Game Plus. And Game Plus is where you spend all the game finding little outfits and like upgrades and powers and attributes to make your guys stronger and then by the time of the end of the like by the time you reach the end of the game you're as strong as can be but there's no more game mm-hmm. you know you just you get all your powers and you're like what do i do now uh game plus offers you to restart the game with everything yeah, that you've yeah. earned so like now you're just like this badass walking through the game so that's what i'm doing right now i've beaten it and now i've gone back i've gone back and i remember Speaking to you, like, ah, oh, this game sucks. It's <laughs> shitty. It was just because my character was a puss. Yeah. <laughs> like, just needed some more levels. Yeah, my Cal Kestis was a little, he was a little bitch. <laughs> now, yeah, now, Jedi Master. Now, Cal Kestis is, they call him, they just call him CC. Is Kestis <laughs> with a K? Probably. All right, let's call him CK. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> uh, man, I just, I give I tip my hats. I I know I keep going off on these when I tip my hat to just parents all over the world and thinking like how wild I was and like knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel where I'm going to have an empty house. I'm just like, oh, my God, that sounds so amazing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't want my kid to keep growing because, you know. I wish there's like a machine where I can like wake up and I just go to my kid's room. I pull a dial. I'm like, "Ah, I want a two year old today. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could just like play around with a two year old, wake up the next day, be like, you know, this motherfucker needs to do dishes. I'm going to get a 15 year old. Like, I can deal with the attitude. I need a 15 year old that's driving his ass to I need school. Some actual that. help. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish. Unlike fucking uh, Pacino. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Pacino. He's like in his 80s and he's got a new, a new kid on the way. Yeah. Him and De Niro just, you got to do everything the same shit. <laughs> I just, I mean, you know, I'm knocking on 40 right now. Double that and, like, have productive sex at that age. I just can't imagine. That's the first thing. Where it's like, I don't know. At that point, if I'm even moving. Yeah, I mean. And then let alone, like, I mean, he's just going to be, like, he's not going to. I mean, how long is he going to stick around for? Like, Yeah, I, it's. It's just like you're going to have a kid just, to, I don't know, just to do it, I guess. It really. I mean, obviously, like, you know, making the kids fun. I understand that aspect of it, but. What's their, like, both these kids, what's their nearest sibling age? Anybody, uh, like, like, De Niro uh, had one, Pacino had one. Like, I want to know, like, uh, for De Niro's kid and for Al Pacino's kid, what's the next kid's age? Uh, our producer's going to look that up, but imagine, like, being eight or nine and your dad dies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my dad died. And you got your mom. But then you're like, oh, wait, my dad was. And like, did you have these kids grow? Like, I went to school with some kids, and like, I was like, "Oh yeah, your dad's seventy-two. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of the age of my grandpa." I'm like, "What's going on here?" I uh, there was one kid I was friends with. Uh, I think she's twenty-two. The oh, oldest sister, oldest sister's sister. uh, Al Pacino's old uh, youngest 
kid is Perfect. 22. All right, that, that age is, so she'll just like raise the kid herself. I mean, I'll, we'll let her know. I'm glad she'll let, you know, we'll let you Olivia know. know. My best, uh, my best friend's, uh, my best friend's mom had kids from a previous marriage before mm-hmm. we hit, were kids. So like when we were eight or nine, his two other bro, two older brothers were like, 28 29 yeah i remember like and i remember i'm like man these guys are so fucking old bro <laughs> like i uh you know, like, one of my really... best friends growing up this a similar thing like they had he had two older brothers from two previous marriages and they were okay like they were like in college and out of college when we were like in middle school yeah so it's like his parents were the nicest and like still the nicest and the sweetest people but yeah we could like do whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i do remember my one Friend, he had a dad that was like a retired fire chief and he lived in the mountains and he was just like a crazy and like now I realize you know he was losing his mind mm-hmm. he was old but he would always like it was always funny he'd be like you guys want to drink some beer we're like ah oh, man your dad's the coolest you know and you know he would break out a shotgun and like be walking around the house with a loaded shotgun telling us these crazy stories Jesus fucking he's like I got this old beat up Chevy let's throw axes at it and I remember he like whipped this axe at the Chevy and it just came, ping, boing, came right back at him, like right next to his son. They're like, whoa. <laughs> and like, I remember having these like, man, white people are crazy moments. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I should not be hanging out with this. But I realize now, especially like when we didn't talk for like six or seven years, like college went our separate ways and mm-hmm. reconnected and like saw the condition his dad was in. I'm like, oh yeah, that old. We were. Like in middle school, high school, mm-hmm. and his dad was in his early eighties, but was like spry. Yeah, he was losing his mind. That's wild. Yeah, he was losing his mind. That's why I lived in the fucking mountains, not around people. Yeah, never Jeez. really made fa- ne- never. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations, Al Pacino. I mean, I I uh, can't like I just you know <laughs> the thought occurred to me that like you know in ten years I'm gonna be fifty when he's getting to middle school and stuff. It's just like. Can't imagine doing that and like being ninety, like was, it's like I can't. It's like I can't wrap my head around that. So I, I just assume he does not think about. it. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's not my problem. It, it kind of <laughs> worries me too, going into school and being like the oldest dad there. I don't think. I mean, are you the oldest dad? I feel like there's going to be like because we had like our generations. Friends, our generation getting... like waited a few. Like the younger, there's a couple of parents that are like. uh their kids are now like in middle school that are our age. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they have like well, all of my friends' kids are in the same like three, four, five year age range right now. Yeah, my kid's in the middle. Yeah. All his friends are either seven or eight or one and two. <laughs> yeah. He's just like sitting there in five, like, <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be a number of parents our age is not. Uh... Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I, I hope so. It. I hope so. You're probably wrong, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm queer. Yeah. Well, it is the month. Get used to it. That's it where is. I'm wearing my rain. You know. Oh, happy pride! My rainbow shirt. Yeah. Do you do you want to do, do what wanna, you want to? It's a. Um, I thought it said, "Do you want a banana?" I'm dyslexic. <laughs> do what you want to. It's a uh, song from New Orleans, like a from the Rebirth Brass Band. Uh, do what you want to. Mm-hmm. Does it go? Does it go like this? Kinda. There's a little more swing to it. Okay. All right. Whatever. I'm yeah. the I'm the jerk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm not. I usually don't say that out loud. No, I, I just think it. I remember my first time in New Orleans. I was like, oh, they really play when the Saints go marching in everywhere on Bourbon yeah. Street. Okay. Well, it's like, all right, here we go. There's two different. There's like the traditional like Dixieland jazz, and there's like New Orleans, you know, brass brass band, which are like a little more 
a little more flavor to it, a little more, you know, soul to it, like mm. a little more like regionality to it as opposed to like, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like Rebirth and Hot Aid and like Soul Rebel Brass Band and a bunch of other like, I don't know, like really kind of. What uh, what was, what's the name of that other spot in New Orleans? Like if, like if you're a noob that goes to New Orleans, you're chilling on Bourbon Street. But if you're mm. not, you go to that other spot. Oh, uh, Frenchman. Frenchman, mm-hmm. dude. I realized something about Frenchman Street and Bourbon Street, like that Frenchman area and Bourbon Street. Like when we were going around on Bourbon Street, like the bands uh, that we were like messing around with were kind of like kitschy, grad. Mm. Like they were good, but like, you know, you had this, you know, like this black woman singing a Justin Bieber song that's mm-hmm. got like some twang to it. You're like, cool. But then when you went to Frenchman, it was like way classier and like these actual like, how is this motherfucker not famous? What am I watching? Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's where I'd see away. I'd see Rebirth at Frenchman in one of the bars there. It's like they're always a fucking fun show and uh, like across the streets, like a real like you know three piece jazz ensemble band down the you know down that bar is uh, down the street is another bar that has like um, salsa band playing. It's Ooh, like it's just a rad. Salsa. It's a rad. You know, I never expected salsa to be in New Orleans. Like it's all—I mean, reggaeton or all any of that stuff. Yeah, New Orleans is like you know, being a port town. You got a lot of different cultures that kind of ended up there. A lot of surprising cultures. Go ahead, say a port town. You got the Mexicans. Go ahead. I I mean, there's more Central Americans, uh, and that was post Katrina. Honestly, this guy's fancy. (laughs) There's there's a huge uh, 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 Korean population, like Korean population. Yes, there's Korean bakeries, and like you get like some really great bami's and shit like that. Man, I could go for a beignet right now. That bami's no Vietnamese. God damn it. Oh shit. I'm so tired. I miss. uh, it's Vietnamese population, not Korean population. I, let's play the game, racist or tired. Yeah. <laughs> First up, Bennett Miller. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this black woman? Uh, Condoleezza Obama? <laughs> oh, no, is it Michelle? Please tell me it's Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you're tired, man. Uh, uh, but look at that. Like, the work ethic of this guy to like just get here and uh, sit down. <laughs> And tell me how tired he yeah, is. Like just the the soul of a man trying desperately to talk and not uh, not sound racist. Yes, is Pride Month a big thing in uh, New Orleans? Um, yeah, like there's well, uh, it's in it's more like in the I think it's in the fall. It's called Southern Decadence. And it's a little Ooh, more. That's even gayer than Pride. It's, it's, a, it's a little more intense. It's it's like it's like uh, the street festival in San Francisco, San Francisco like that kind of like. It's a little more leathery than your average, uh, we- like the, the weird. Uh, what's that? What's that street festival called? The weird one. Uh, I, I don't know what the one in, tr- in San Francisco is, but it's it's similar to that, where it's like a lot. Uh, you know, like you see a lot of leathery guys, and like you know, <laughs> all kind of. It's like a lot of different stuff, but it's definitely uh, not much. A par- I don't think there's a parade. I'm sure there's a parade too, but uh, mm. it is. There's like lots of gay bars in the quarter. It's always fun to go down and hang out, and it, people are losing their mind. I, I don't. Like, you. We were talking earlier about how. Uh, the debt ceiling, which we'll get into, like they're, we're mm-hmm. living in like this circular pattern where like every year, like oh they pa- uh, they signed a deal for the debt ceiling, like yeah, but they weren't gonna let it default. It's just, yeah, it's just like a game they're playing. It's just a game they're playing. And just like every year, people are like going to Target and being like, "What is this gay flag in my Target?" It's I don't know like, what. Like, what it do is, you? The thing is, like it's 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 very rampant this year. And like this morning, I was reading that like. Uh, yesterday, because today's the second, right? Today's the second. So yesterday, all of the major sports outlets, like NFL, even NASCAR, had their Happy Pride stuff. And within 24 hours, all of them taking that shit down. 
except for Major League Soccer. Because yeah. it's like, who gives a fuck about yeah. us? <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things, like, because, the you know, like, the Bud Light thing, it's like people are really up in arms about this shit right now, and I don't... I don't know why. Like, I don't know why now. Like, is it like? Uh, I see. The thing is, like, it's just like right? it's just people like because they're really like it's it's about the the indoctrination this, and grooming and like all that shit. Very cliche, but it really is just it's a it's a sleight of hand trick. It's mm-hmm. a distraction. Like, yeah. Think about where we're living right now. We have the highest disparity in wealth uh, in the country. We have the highest. Uh, homeless mm-hmm. uh homeless population in um, like like uh in the world i think like I, it's I, outrageous it's yeah, it's yeah. insane um and when you look at our politics they're aging out these people are really really like grandpa's aging out grandma's aging out they're trying to cling to power the people that we're supposed to vote for in the next year one guy is 80 and the other one is Pushing eighty is like mm-hmm. a year from turning eighty, and they don't know they they are so they have no t- uh, no sense of reality like they're so out of touch it's insane, and if we talk about the actual problems that we have like people who aren't getting proper health insurance schools that are fucking failing infrastructure that is failing mm-hmm. being passed up by almost like every other um uh like every other country uh I think we're like. What what what's the is it NAFTA uh, the UN uh, the the G five and the G six that we have we're like a lot we're like no like, low, like, like all of those like life expectancy education all of those things like we're, we're bottom we're on the bottom I, it definitely definitely makes sense that it's like oh well look at these people like yeah it's just like I feel like gay people and trans people have always been here mm-hmm. it hasn't been a fucking issue and we have been pushing this idea that corporations are people too. So when they give an opinion, we're like, shut up and make us money. Yeah. But <laughs> we, we, we had to put it into our, uh, like the Supreme Court had to vote and be like, no, Citizens United, the corporations are people too. And it, it's like, you know, we're, we're all a bunch of court gestures talking out of both sides of our mouths right here. It's like, uh, I forgot what that quote is. Uh, it's like, when your politics become who you are is when it starts to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say like I'm Democrat or die at all. I'm just like, bro, let me do my thing. I'll let you do your thing. Don't hurt anybody. Yeah. They, I mean, they seem to like the only reason is because they seem to like try to keep people like alive longer. They try not to outwardly want to kill people or like make people's lives harder or more difficult. Like that's it. Like, it's not like I feel, I agree with everything. It's just like, the other side literally like wants to ban books and burn yeah. books and kill and kill people trying to have abortions. Like that's what that's the other side. That's it's crazy, <laughs> you know. Me. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking wild. They're like freedom, livery, like don't tread on me. But I want you to regulate every single woman in here. I want to yeah. make sure that I like the it, government like, tells me that honestly, a lot of it. Me. Like I know this dickhead is like it's honestly a lot of Trump's poison just like leaked into this country. Like he let people become he gave people permission to be horrible assholes because the president was a horrible asshole that spoke his mind all the time and like he inspired like you know these little fucking sycophants that are still in the senate and still in the house that are there Mm -hmm. like spewing their bullshit like it's just like it's all over the place and i really think like the judges and like the individual places like you know the fucking supreme court is loaded by three judges that 
were put there that shouldn't have been put there. Like yeah, they're, by not, man, they're not judges. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> all of that like is is from his poison that he put into the system, and like I don't know. It's really it's it's really disparaging to see the country go seemingly backwards. Like yeah, it's nuts. I'm like I don't understand. Like if people are rich as fuck and that are running our country, like why are you such prudes? Like, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be trying everything. <laughs> I'm like, stick it in every hole. I got billions of dollars. And it, and it, <laughs> like, it, it really is. It's just like, it's like, I look, it's it. a look over here tactic. Yeah. It's it like, it's really because they're different. Or like, even it's like, it's because it's icky. You know, it's like, it might, it's like, ooh, it makes me feel icky. But I can't say that. Like, I got to say, like, it's the Bible or whatever, it, you know. Um, or even worse, I might be one of these people. <laughs> you <yeah>. know, so <laughs> I have to definitely make you feel like I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I just, like, Walking into a store, recording myself, yelling at somebody working at Target. I'm like, hey, why are you indoctrinating children? I saw that guy. I don't understand, like, what, like. That guy that, that guy in particular, like, I think he does, like, he did the same thing during COVID. Like, he's one of those, like, assholes that go out and be an asshole in public and get, like. But even I, in that video, like, no one was like, all right, brother. Like, everyone was like, leave. Like, leave us alone. Like. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah. <laughs> I, and for the record, I do support Satan. Oh uh, yeah, yes, I do. I do love Satan. I do love Satan because um, I tell you what, Satan rarely causes any hurricanes. You know what sucks? Or earthquakes, or typhoons, <laughs> or childhood cancer, or those little mite, those little fucking mites that crawl into other animals and control their brains, or flesh-eating parasites. Like that's rarely Satan's realm. Well, yeah, I I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, but counterpoint, Satan ain't doing anything to stop it. You know, I feel like he. He, he or be, she, he or she, they could step up their game. They could, they could step up their game. They could set up their game. And it's, you know, when you think about like general neutrality and like toxic masculinity, it's funny that like God is a man and the devil's a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like these two dudes arguing. <laughs> but the thing is like, it's like the fall of man was a woman's fault. Like that's like. That was the, written in stone. Yeah. Like, the, like that's where like the basic of all, uh, you know, these bitches be getting us in trouble. I can't think of words right now, but yes. Like the men are good, women bad. It comes from that. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really funny when you talk about the story about Adam and Eve and like this uh, uh, this wrath she got because you're like you're like, hey yo, don't eat the apple. Adam's like, yo, don't do it. And she's like, I don't do what I want. And mm-hmm. went over there. It seems like it's more realistic that Eve would be telling Adam, yo, don't eat that apple. Adam's like, yeah, no problem. Ooh, an apple eats it. Like, what I say? What did you say? I said, don't eat the apple. What apple? That apple. Oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Are you just get another one? Oh no, I got to be like this, Eve. It seems like that's the story. That, that that's the way it's the real be. story. Because it's just something that's just been happening to me for a long time, <laughs> and every single guy I know. <laughs> oh man, but yes. Uh, if you guys haven't figured out, uh, happy Pride to everyone out there. I think most of this argument around people's sexuality and orientation is kind of bullshit. So uh, for all, everyone out there, happy Pride. Um, yeah, do what you want, do what you will. Just don't mess up your neighbor's thrill. When you pay the bill, kind of leave a tip for the next poor sucker on the one-way trip. That's a Frank Zappa lyric. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah. I thought you were freestyling. <laughs> no, I'm not. My music good. knowledge isn't, so, <laughs> isn't very vast. No, no, no. No, that's great. I'm like, oh, look at fucking <laughs> hip, uh, Bennett, <laughs> Bennett over here. Hip no, it for Frank Zappa. Oh, man. I really thought you were crushing it. Eight Mile style. <laughs> Fuck no, I can't think of... Uh, <laughs> Mexican. I can't even think of the word. Say, were you going to say I Mexican? <laughs> no, I, I definitely have that word. Yeah. <laughs> That's silly old. Uh, 
I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. So let's move on. So tired, yet he could bust a rap uh, right out from breaks. My brain lap. is uh, a confounding place. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, before uh, before we slip out of here, um, you mentioned that you saw the new Ninja Turtles trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, we should check it out. I dig I, it. I, I'm gonna check it out. I want to check it out right now. Um, so this is the new Ninja Turtles trailer. Okay, turn it up. I love it. <laughs> I love the way the splinter looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Jackie Chan. Yeah. I, I like the style a lot. Yeah, I love this uh, Into the Spider-Verse animation. Mm-hmm. Well, that they're actual teenagers. Yeah. Ooh, is April Black? Mm-hmm. What the hell is that about? You know what I never realized is that like Rocksteady and Bebop are other mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, the, the turtles are fighting mutants all the time in yeah. the old cartoons and the toys and stuff. Yeah. No, why was Raph? Why is Raph small? He's supposed to be the biggest one. What's going on well, here? I think he's wide. Ah, he's supposed to be like gigantic. He's oh like, yeah. There's the uh, ice cube tossed a lyric in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes i feel like there's too much in a trailer mm-hmm. yeah i mean definitely you get all three acts right there like you know yeah. what's gonna happen that kind of bothers me but i'm very excited for the i movie. dig it like i was definitely an internal kid like it was one of my favorite oh things. yeah i like, had the blimp i had the car oh, i loved I had, it i, I love cartoons it. and it's like you know the iteration pops up every once in a while you know every I don't know, mm-hmm. five or six years, it seems new Turtles come out. Yeah, the last CGI one that movie that they had come out with, like, the immortal guy. I don't know, TMNT, that's what mm-hmm. it was called. I love that movie. I thought it was dope. The like, Michael Bay ones? Or no, the, no, 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 the animated one. The animated one. The mm-hmm. Michael Bay one was garbage. It was, yeah. like, with a hot, with a, a giant capital G. It was hot <laughs> garbage. Like, it was embarrassing how I much I was. I didn't see either, any of those. But the, the TMNT one, the animated one, was great. I love the storyline, like... This was them separated. Like, they beat up everyone, mm-hmm. and then everyone knew they were there, so they just did, like, kids' parties and, like... Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, Raphael was, like, a vigil- like a Batman vigilante by himself. Leonardo uh-huh. was, like, meditating in the jungle somewhere. Um, Donatello was, uh, I think, like, 
doing like working and mm -hmm. uh, coding and doing all this shit for different companies anonymously, but they all were separated. Yeah, he does machines, right? Yeah, they had mm -hmm. to come together because a new threat was here, and I, it was it was cool. I thought like the storyline was cool, but Ninja Turtles, brah. I dig it. Uh, two quick Ninja Turtle things before we move. Yeah. Uh, do you know who wrote the theme song, The Teenage Mutant? That theme song. And the girls and reading, riding, yeah, who yeah. wrote it? Yes, I have no idea. The same guy who created Two and a Half Men. Chuck Lorre was a was a songwriter, a, a jingle writer before he was a TV uh, creator. Big Bang Theory, Two and a Half Men, Israel's theme. No, oh, that's uh chew on that for a little bit. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, not even, I'm not even like comfortable having a feeling about it. Like, I know. You just know it now and you have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing that to me. Mm -hmm. You said you had two. Is there another one you're going to fucking The other one ruin? is. Uh, it's, it's, all it's, the turtles are actually pieces of shit. Yeah. Literal all, turds. <laughs> no, no. They're all real dicks in real life. No, the two guys who created it, um, uh, Eastman and Laird, one of the guys sold off his rights to the other guy. Right before they sold the rights to Nickelodeon. Ooh, so one guy's rich and one guy's so broke. So one guy's like multi. One guy's like I'm sure he's doing okay, but the other, and like, but he still does cons and stuff. And the other guy's like multi, multi, multi millionaire. Oh, that sucks. Really balls. sucks. And that like, really I think they worked. Balls. Like they they recently did a project together and they still work together occasionally. But like, really Dude, I fucking hate, sucks. Like, I hate hearing stories like that. I, mm -hmm. I remember I had a teacher in school, a theater teacher who had a brother. I think a twin brother named Mr. Garrett, and. Uh, he was in a band in Calabas at Calabasas High School. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they were out there, and he was in a band. He played the bass. And once I, I remember they ended up getting sep uh, separate rooms, and his mom told his brother, like, hey, if you don't quit this band, like, if you don't quit this band, I'm, I'm shipping you to Texas to live with your dad. It's like some shit, like, yeah, yeah. made like, him quit, to, like, like, had to concentrate on school. That um, at that end of the year, that band got signed and went on tour and was touring for uh, really, really big bands and playing underground. The name of that band? Linkin Park. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Man, that was a... That's back in the day when, like, rock stars were making money, too. Yeah, right? yeah. So that, I, I, that I, last wave. Yeah. I love and hate hearing stories like that. I'm like, oh, Ooh. that sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, I, it, it, it sucks, but very, very funny. Uh, mm -hmm. Fun fact about the Ninja Turtles, if you guys want to watch... I think he, I think if you watch uh, the Ninja Turtles movies, the characters all have cameos. The guys behind the mat, the voices, oh, yeah, all yeah. have cameos mm -hmm. I've, I've, in the movie. And I remember because I told you I'm an SVU guy, mm -hmm. I had to like bust this little tidbit on Shannon when we were watching it. Um, there's a character in there who who's played multiple characters, ends up playing a huge role at the end, like he's like a number one bad guy. Uh, was played Raphael. He's like this little New York Jewish guy. <laughs> and, and he's he, the voice of Raphael. He's a, and you're like, oh, what is this, a Jose Canseco bit? Like, you wouldn't <laughs> think that this guy can do this voice. And then you hear him talking when he's supposed to be the bad guy. You're like, holy shit, that's Raph. That's, like, Raph. <laughs> that's fucking Raph. <laughs> that is fucking Raph. But um, uh, I, I definitely want to talk to you about uh, things that we've both been dealing with, especially with the writer's strike here and work being scarce in our mm -hmm. industry. And um, I actually have talked to a few of my friends about this, and I figured we should kind of discuss it. Um, but I like people kind of waiting on the edge of their seats, so we're going to take a break. All right. We come back and tell them exactly what that is. And it, it's something that it bothers our it, – it, it tests our mental fitness, our mm -hmm. mental health, 
Um, and challenges are our male pride, and I want to see how you deal with it. All, all right? right. So, uh, guys, this is Papa Don't Preach. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Everyone calm down. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, I don't know if this is a serious topic or not. I mean, I guess it is because it's, I don't know, it's like we deal with it a lot in our industry because we go through a bunch of jobs a year. Yes. I think it's normal to us, but it's still serious. Yeah, totally. Very, very serious. So, um, right now we're talking about uh, something a little or a little niche, so specific. Everybody has ups and downs in their life. Like, you, you get lost, you get found. It happens. Um, in our particular industry, you work on a television show, it's over, and then that's it. Very rarely, some people experience it more than others, you won't be able to find work. And mm -hmm. this uh, fear and depression starts to creep in. And I don't know if it was like hardwired into our DNA as men and fathers, there is like this part of you that wants to be a provider, that wants to be able to uh, work and earn and just not feel like you're not doing anything, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Luckily, as a father, when you're taking care of your son or daughter or kids, it's nice and easy to get fulfilled. But um, I brought this up to a few of my friends, like what to do when that your mind starts to run away from you, when you start to mm -hmm. think that there's no end. And um, I mean, have you had this feeling before? Like you, you're off a job, you think you're going to work in like a month, like you got something coming up, that show gets canceled. Now you're like, I don't know what's next. And you're kind of sitting there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's a, it's a feeling that I guess, I don't know, I've been doing this for like 10 years or so. And like, we're talking about like being without a job. Like yes. That like directionless feeling. And it, you know, just because you don't work in an entertainment industry, like people are always, you know, this happens in, in between, workers, in being in between job happens all the time, especially yeah. if you're a gig worker like ourselves. Sometimes you work with a production company. Lots of times you don't. You're just kind of an independent person working as uh, you get hired. Yeah. So it is. It's it's a tough feeling. It's a it's a it's weird because it's like you're doing, you're going, you're working 12, 13 hour days. You're working your ass off on this one thing, and then like the next day, it's just done. Like you like you maybe have a loadout day with your gear, and then that's it. And then you're it. Like you're it's off to the next or off to nothing. Off. Depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is it is weird. We were talking earlier that there is no cool down period. Like no. one day. You're on this job. You're dealing with hundreds of people every day. You're answering emails. You're talking to people. You guys are making jokes. You're getting your, you're like meeting new people. It's just like this new thing. And you're there for 12 to 16 hours, like mm -hmm. depending on what show you are. And you're, you know, you're spending more time with these coworkers than you are with your family at this point. And then it's over. Yeah. Bye-bye. And then it's just done. And you wake up the next morning and it's just like this eerie calm. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing to answer. Uh, there's no banners on your phone. There's no uh, call time. There's no. no. And it's nice for like the first day. And that, I mean, I used to get it really bad. Now that we have kids, there's like, you kind of, I can't like get too down because I have to like, the train has to keep rolling. You uh, know? Yes. But like, you know, now I'd always say like two weeks in, it's like, I could always tell, like if you're not working in two weeks, it's like, I would just become so somber and like depressed and like feel like. You feel directionless. You feel like you're you you feel worthless in a lot of ways. Like it's like, well, if I'm not doing this, like I can't do. Like, what else can I do? You know? Oh, I went I went through my depression. Like you said, like you said it perfectly. There's the uh, 
already I went through it just like a few days ago where it was like Memorial Weekend. Like I just didn't do anything. I just mm-hmm. felt like my life was over. I never thought I was just I'm like, I don't know what this feeling is. I just felt like I was useless. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Like and it was it was crazy. Like I felt like an actor in my own life. Like this film, like my son would walk into the room and I'm like, hey buddy, how you doing? Woo! Hey, let's go. Like we're kicking the ball back and forth. And then he'd go to bed and then I'd sink into the couch and lower the lights and just stare into an empty fireplace. Like mm-hmm. so bummed. Um, have the, what do you has there ways to combat this feeling so you feel you not useless? You can't just be with your guys. My my kid's only five, but he's starting to be like, get out of here, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like I've definitely I was like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Like okay. he actually wants me to play now too, but he's also I was like, I'm I'm by my ear, we'll close the door and like go. Yeah, like he's like, No, give me that to me. Hold on. I don't want to sit next to you right now. I'm like, oh yeah. And then he's oh, like, Oh, okay. never mind. I want you to sit next to me. I'm like, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> <laughs> it is um what I found through like therapy and like years of doing it myself is like you kind of have to make yourself a purpose. Like the thing that I equate my brain to it is like during that lock, the early lockdown times mm-hmm. when it was like it was like fun, kind of scary times. You know where it's like, oh, I have all this time on my hands, but I also have all this time on my hands. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what do I do with it? So I, in those times, like I have uh, during I started during COVID, and you know, like in times like now where I'm not working a steady job, I'll hop on eBay and like I got comics and records. I'm sure other people's got stuff in their <laughs> in their lives they get rid of. That's like literally just like it's sitting there. Like it's not ma- it's not worth anything. It's yep. just sitting there, but it's worth something to somebody. True. So I, you know, that's one of the things I do, and that's like a nice, you know little little focusedy things I do, like walking the dog, going on walks. Like I listen to a lot of books during that lockdown time, like walking, because that's like a real, I don't know, you have to build a schedule for yourself. Otherwise, you wake up and you play. Well said. Not Zelda, any other game. If you're playing yeah. Zelda all day, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, if, if you're, you're playing you're, Zelda, you don't really need to work. No, because <laughs> you, you, there's a sense of accomplishment in that game, <laughs> and that's probably the most telling thing I've said in the entire podcast. Uh <laughs> But no, they, like you do need, like I found personally, I'm sure other people feel the same way that like I need, you know, if I don't have a work schedule, like I need something. Otherwise, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, me during, you know, given the amorphous blob of a day, I'm going to fucking waste it. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. And that's, it's like my therapist always said, it's like you, there is, it's not wasting time if you're trying to like do something for yourself or you're trying to give yourself some time. But there's mm. also a fine line between like giving yourself some time and not getting anything done. Like, oh yeah, there's. There's times where I wake up in the morning. Uh, I've had a couple of days since I've been back from Japan. I've had a couple of days where, you know, I, I have my internal clock wake me up. And uh, 8 o'clock, I walk downstairs. Uh, I make breakfast. And I go back into the kitchen. And I look down in the refrigerator and pull out, like, a little mandarin or a strawberry, some type of fruit. And by the time I get back into the living room and sit down, I look at the clock. It's 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, And I'm like... I haven't changed. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything. I've eaten eggs and toast and a strawberry that I just yeah. got now. This is my life. This yeah. is this is what it is. And that's <laughs> and that's like I I know that feeling really well. Like you know, after, you know, not to bring it all the way back this, but like after Katrina, I had that time. Like it was I was a college How student. How long are you going to keep playing the Katrina card? I mean, at least I, like I, every, for a long time. You know what? I don't have this shared trauma. All yeah. right. I had the 94 quake and that wasn't even I was in the valley. I didn't yeah. I felt a little tremor. Just keep on throwing it at me. All right. 
Go ahead, Bennett. But it's a similar <laughs> feeling. I hey, I will. Uh, <laughs> it's a similar feeling where like you literally have all these things, your entire life, your schedule, schedule all set up, and then it's nothing. Yeah. And then fuck. your days become these blobs of like, what am I going to eat? And then oh, I didn't eat. It's three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like that is what I find that I do. Like if I don't have a structure, and like the kids help me with that structure because like they got to get picked up at this time, they got to go at this time, they got schedules and stuff. So that helps but if you don't have that you need to make that for yourself like you need to be like all right well fuck like i could probably work on the backyard today or like mm-hmm. it's like those things the projects that like are a little you know even like if it's for, uh, something for you it's like you know what i haven't written a long time right like i haven't like worked on music in a long time like set an hour for yourself like oh, nice. i do that if my if my day is super like hectic like again <laughs> talking about going back to katrina going back to video games okay <laughs> i'll set a timer and be like i have an hour right now like one of those things, like, I have an hour to do this. I have an hour to do that. Like, if you if you schedule out your day, like, in that kind of way, so you're making little chunks, so you mm-hmm. feel productive, I find, personally, I don't feel like I wasted the day because, like, oh, I did this for an hour, then I did this for an hour, and I got this done, but I also had this fun thing, as opposed to just, like, I sat and I stared. Because what yeah. that's what I will do. Like, I will just stare, like, you know, like a big old depressed man eating ice cream. Like, that's that's something I will do. Given, given the opportunity. Yeah. So I need I, to stop that opportunity from happening. Yeah. I would say like um, making, padding out your day and doing something with your day is probably the best thing you can do. Like, have you ever like clean, gone into the kitchen? Like I'm going to rearrange this cabinet right now. Like mm-hmm. I usually use television shows as my timer. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to watch two episodes of Game of Thrones. It gives me two hours to put these pots over there and these cups over here and wipe down the countertop. Like that's what I did today. Uh, like this morning. That's fine. Now I'm getting, I, I it's such a roller coaster ride because now I'm going like off the walls. Like, I'm I'm looking up business plans. Like I redid the I'm redoing the garage. Oh, we found a little critter. Mm. Yeah, we found a little critter, guys. We found I our, did, uh, our I little did guy. Notice the smell's not there. Yeah, which is great. little little update. We found him. Uh, I think we were all kind of fascinated on how quickly it decomposed. Yeah, it turned like, quick. It was just a ball of fur, a tail, and a head. Like there was oh, def- wow. yeah, there was. Yeah. Like I, it looked in one piece of that picture I sent you, but I put like a rig back there to grab it. And it was just like a ball of fur that just came out with its head still there and a tail right there. Like it was, it was not pretty, but yeah, the smell went away and we're like, this is weird. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's probably gone. It's probably decomposed. And it was first yeah. place we looked, mm-hmm. which was great. We didn't have to clean out <laughs> everything. It was the first place we looked like it's kind of stinks over here. <laughs> but that's a big accomplishment. And like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm talking like, I know what I'm talking about. Like my motivation is in, is in like song increments and like I could listen, you know, in epi- like mm-hmm. you said, like episodic increments, like yep, that's it. I'll fold laundry for an episode of this. And then I, then I, my brain sometimes gets, gets shifted into something else. It's like, you kind of have to deal with the cards you dealt with. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and my brain isn't like recently, like the last week or so, like I've been a little looser, you know, with like getting things done and like spend a little more time, wasting time and not getting things focused. And like, I need to get back on it again. Like I need to get, make sure things get accomplished and like, you know, I'm sure sleep will definitely help those things. But yes. ultimately like that is the biggest thing. And exercise, you know, like whenever I will find any excuse not to exercise. Totally. Even like, I'm like, Oh, I got to do the dishes. Oh, yeah. got to fold my laundry. Wow. It, yeah. I'll do uh, that too. I would rather talk myself at anything. Yeah. Well, so I have a Peloton. Mm-hmm. So it's very, I, the Peloton for me now, this is going to sound super. All right. I don't care how this makes me look. I, I got a Peloton. It was downstairs and I realized I couldn't stream anymore on my Peloton. There was a little hack mm-hmm. where you can like, Type in your Netflix or go to, like you can go online basically, and then that's what you would watch. Mm-hmm. And they did a, fo- a software uh, 
software update. So you got rid of that. You yeah. can't do it anymore. So it's either I'm staring at a black your, screen yeah. or I'm watching some German lady uh, listening to Journey. Like, <laughs> ah! Trying to motivate you. She's seen all that trade. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just not, I was like, this is stupid. Now I've moved uh, it up into the bedroom next to the window. So I have this big fucking window next to me. It's pointed right at the my giant television. So even if, I wake up before Shannon and I just put on my headphones, Bluetooth to the TV, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, boom, I'm going to go on an hour. Great. I'm going to watch me some SVU. One, yeah. er- one episode of SVU. <laughs> bum, bum. Let's That's do it. Bum, bum. 45 minutes. I'm good. And you know what's crazy? This one is a little more scientific because, like, yeah, doing a personal project, it's, it's going to help you. But when you actually work, uh, work out, like that testosterone boost you get, is just it it just helps mm. it really helps uh with depression it really helps with uh you know uh emotional fatigue like mm-hmm. it's it's something that really really does help and it helps you motivate because you're like for me like i said it's gonna make me look bad i only work out when things are really bad because i know i'm like okay once i'm good fuck this bike fuck working out fuck health <laughs> Like, I'm going to fucking eat four pizzas. I'm going to get the worst sushi delivered to my house. Like, just to, just to say, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I'm going to fucking smoke a cigar, drink whiskey while eating a uh, stuffed crust pizza. I, yeah. if, I'm going to do it while sitting down, like, in that, we, like, the, the feet up position so it has a harder time digesting. I want to make it as unhealthy as possible. That's, that's the move. That's the dream. That's the dream. I, we asked everyone, like, so here it is. Here's a, now that you've dealt with this mm-hmm. a little bit, if your partner can support a pretty comfortable lifestyle and you didn't have to work, would you rather go back to work or be a stay-at-home dad? Uh, <laughs> I, try, I try not to answer <laughs> super fast. <laughs> I like that you got yourself. That's yeah. very mature of you. <laughs> go back to work. Go back to work right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I I feel I mean I think this work you feel a sense of accomplishment especially if you like your job I really like what I do you yeah. know so uh yeah it's I, I I really do enjoy working and like the balance is it's it's tough because it's like right now I am as much as like I am complaining like there's so many like amazing genuine moments I get with the kids and like mm-hmm. see them like really like become little persons like like weekly like every day they they little things happen that like make it a rewarding, amazing experience and not like all just I'm tired. Yes. I feel you. But I love work too. Like I really love my job. So I would probably say go back to work because I do feel, uh, accomplishment from what I do. Even if it's just getting snacks for people that are making (laughs) too much money on occasion. But those people away from their families, they're stressed too. They've got shit in their lives. And if I give them like a Coke and a, and a, you know, a ding dong, (laughs) <laughs> a hostess cake let me be more specific a hostess cake not the, uh, a coffee cake the hostess coffee cake one of the best coffee cakes in the game in my opinion yeah that's i i, I don't I, disagree this i mean there's a couple of contenders i mean this isn't we are talking to my realm of snacks yeah so like um coffee cake so coffee cake is something i recently discovered mm-hmm. i just growing up it said coffee cake i didn't like the smell of coffee the taste of coffee i was just like meh mm-hmm. not for me and Somebody I was working with was like, oh, you've ever had the hostess coffee cake? And I'm like, yeah, one coffee cake, you had them all. They're like, have you ever had coffee cake? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they hand this to me, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. This is crazy. I took down six in one day. Ooh, wow. That's, yeah. that I was working, so I definitely wasn't, cakes. definitely wasn't working out that time. <laughs> uh, my uh, friend, Jamal, who doesn't exist, 
uh, his in uh, liver in high school, his in, in, in middle school, his wrestling name was Coffee Cake. Okay. <laughs> like, come to the ring, Coffee Cake. It might have also been his tripper name, too. I think it works both ways. <laughs> <laughs> coffee Cake. Coffee Cake by day. Coffee Cake by night. <laughs> Ladies, here comes Coffee Cake. Into the ring, Coffee Cake. It works both. It works both ways. I like it. Uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. But, yeah, um, I'm kind of I'm on the opposite side of you, man. Like I think working's for suckers now. Like <laughs> if I, like I, I'm gonna say this. Like I, I realized my mother raised me to be a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Like I had a single mother, and I didn't realize like you know the things that she had me do. Like even going through Boy Scouts and like home ec classes and all, like cooking, cleaning organizing straightening up painting i'm super fucking handy um you know internal design like all this shit like if i was living a comfortable life and i knew that i can drop off the kids and i can get their rooms ready i can have little like games ready for them when they come home and snacks ready and like do the laundry and like you know maybe i have a housekeeper come once a week you know to (laughs) clean up the edges it is really helpful (laughs) yeah it's uh I'd be, I think I'd be completely happy and fulfilled knowing that the nest will be empty one day and I can just go back to whatever the fuck I was doing. Like, I don't, like, I do like my job, but at the same time, I don't like my job. It's, um, um, the, the cost of living, the stress of LA traffic. Like I, like right now, this feeling that I have knowing that it's going to come back one day is just, meh. I'd rather just raise, raise a family. Yeah. You know, and like I had run into somebody who's got the day off at the car. Oh, what do you do? Like, Oh me, you know, I'm just between jobs right now knowing full well, this fucking suckers on his lunch break <laughs> and I'm going home. I'm going home and catching up on my stories. I'll be like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, you're not working. I'm like, no. And I'm, def- I'm definitely going to be the dude who leans into it and be like, yeah, not working. And I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now. Like, man, that sucks. And I'm like, yeah, all right, well, I'm going to head to Venice, uh, at the beach real <laughs> <right>, quick. Bye. <laughs> you guys take it easy. Think I'm going to catch a matinee, see <laughs> the way of the water in 3D <laughs> without the kids. <laughs> Go to Trader Joe's and sample everything. Like, I can just work out, like wake up, get the kids ready, and I can like work out for two hours, take a shower, take a nap, do the laundry, get dinner ready and prepped. One, I go and pick them up or they get dropped off. They play a little game that I set up. I plate dinner. Fucking partner comes in. Everybody eats. Put them to bed. We watch our stories. Maybe talk about our day. Go to bed. She wakes up and goes to work. And I'm like, oh, I miss you. Mm-hmm. Love you. I'd like, thank you for working. And I do it all over again. Just the whole life goal is like, how do I get these minutes? I'm going to get these minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking forward to that like 1230 nap every day, every damn day, son. I've done, I mean, I've done that too. Like it's, I've done that too. Cause Nat's, you know, she's, I could count on one hand how many checks I've made larger than my wife and, <laughs> and, our, and you know, and it's not many, like she's, she's very good at what she does and she's doing it for a long time. Like, yep. so I know what it's like to like, all right, bye. See you later. <laughs> Like, I'll make sure the house is clean, you know? <laughs> and, like, that is definitely a way to do it, too. But I, I don't know. Like, I dig working. Like, I like that thing about it, like, my dad's side of the family, like, dad has always worked in the oil industry. His dad worked in the highway industry. My mom's side of all kind of gig people. Like, they all have lots of careers. 
over their lifetimes and doing, you know, like oh, you got your mom's, you got your mom's gig gene. It's like one of those things that's like, I guess it doesn't surprise me that like, that's part of it. Like, it's like, yeah, I guess half of my family has always lived that way. It's like, oh, we're doing this now. And like, oh, I'm doing this now. You know, one side of your family is never going to wait in the line. The other half is like, man, I'm not going to sit at a desk. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love it. You're fa- I'm a hu- I'm a huge family of your uh, a huge fan of your family's lifestyle. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, but one thing I wanted to stress, not to get too serious about this. Um, like we talk about it all the time. We're very open about how uh, how important mental health is, and mm. especially as a parent, like a lot of people don't understand this, and this is something that's been lost on men for generations, especially black men. And like getting help is just so frowned upon. It's better now. Mm-hmm. It's better now, but the amount of pressure put on a guy is insane. Like I, I'm, this is not taking away from women or mothers. I am saying that men who are supposed to, who keep getting raised in this manner of like, I have to be able to chop a tree and be this tough guy for what fucking reason to sit at a desk, to drive an Uber, to fucking point my finger <laughs> in the boardroom. Like I gotta learn. I the there we make these like we're breeding unemotional, like uh, mo- emotionally bankrupt men into this world that aren't ready for the world that it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I can't stress it enough right now. Like if one person hears this and they're like not feeling well about the way their life is going, they're between jobs, they're feeling stressed, the kids are there, you're wondering, oh, can I do this in 10 years? What if this happens? Like, I, uh, How do I keep my lights on? Uh, do I go to the EDD line? Like, There's there's all this stuff. And I, if one person can help one person, literally go talk to somebody. There's a million apps out there. BetterHelp. I, uh, what was the other, uh, the one with the blue logo? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I forgot. Uh, regain. Mm. Regain. But, like, if you're someone who has insurance, like, almost every insurance have, company you contact in, they give you a list of therapists. Uh, I, That's I, how I do it every, you know. I just I've got gone my through insurance. multiple therapists, yeah. I just got my insurance. Mm. I, just, I just got my insurance. Um, yeah, find somebody, talk to somebody, be honest, be vulnerable. Because we, um, we don't, uh, we're not just placed here on this planet. We were, bre- like, we were built and bred and fed all this bullshit for years. And then they push you out. And say, this is the world. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was not ready for this. <laughs> you know, they don't teach you how to do taxes. They don't t- t- uh, tell you how to deal with failure or embarrassment. There's like nothing that they teach you. Mm-hmm. Men are just supposed to be fucking tough. Yeah. It's like, don't cry. Don't show your emotions. Be a man. Go out there. And when things don't go your way, you're just supposed to be like, I can cut down a tree. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, one of the, like, like a couple of points that, like, first off, like, I talk about therapy here. I talk about therapy in my everyday life. Every single time I go to therapy, I don't want to go to therapy. <laughs> like, every time I talk to my therapist is a small victory because <laughs> I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to talk about what's bothering me. I don't want to talk about weaknesses. I don't want to talk about any of those things. It's worrying. I don't talk about any of that. Mm, it's not but easy. I do. It's not easy. It's not easy, but I, I definitely still... didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to get somewhere at some point, but, like, yeah, like, like even doing it is a small victory. Like yeah. every week I do it, it's like, all right. Like I literally, I'm getting better about it, but like I wonder how I could cancel today. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just part of it. For like it, it's just part of my brain. It's uh, I don't know, and I think a lot of people have that in us. But you can, if I could do it, you get over, you can overcome yeah, it and do it. You know, same thing. I'm teaching my kid right now that we're all like our generation is teaching our children. Yeah, is that if you don't take care of something, it's going to get bad. 
whether it's your brain, your health, your body, your car, your clothes, your games, if you don't take care of something, it's going to go to shit. Mm -hmm. And you got to take care of your mental health. You got to like, I, I, I want to make sure that obviously we don't overcorrect and we end up raising a whole generation of little, little nanny. No. And I think that's like, I think that's like one of the, the idiot talking points. Like I, it's one of the emphasis today that I really wish was more emphasis when we were kids is talking about your emotions and where to put your emotions and like what emotions mean. Dude, and like, it doesn't like, it, so it's a, it's a real emphasis, like a lot on like a lot of children's book. We read the kids and like, our, you know, my kids have big emotions. That's probably why. Yeah. But like miles is now like, I'm frustrated. Like he tells me things like, he's like, I'm happy. I'm sad. Like I'm, you know, it's really good to acknowledge your emotions because otherwise you bottle them up and you become a Republican. Yeah. Those are the only, that's your <laughs> options there. Like that's it. I'm sorry. But no, very I'm well. Sure, I'm sure there's other reasons you become Republicans too. Yeah, yeah, you know, you turn Republican, you start tapping people's feet under the stall and then you <laughs> pass some weird backwards legislation. But anyway, um, yeah, there's uh there's definitely things that I notice about myself that I'm starting to see in my son, which is great. Like you said, like, you know, uh starting to use their words more, mm-hmm. express themselves a little more. Cause I can't tell you how much money I've I would have saved in high school. Uh, in spackle and drywall cover <laughs> if I just knew how to deal with my emotions. Like, yeah. everybody just saw this happy kid who was like, like, I thought it was my job to make people smile, make sure people were comfortable. And then when th- something happened to me, it was like, ah, I hope you'll get over it. I'm like, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. I will get over it. I'm totally not going to kill anyone. <laughs> yes, I will. I will get over it. Yes. Yeah. Freeze frame. <laughs> you know? It's, a, it's one of those things. And it wasn't... Uh, uh, it wasn't until I got in trouble and had to speak to a guidance counselor mm-hmm. that changed my life. My whole, the whole way I look at life and wow, like self-confidence and you know what? Obviously I, it was a different issue. I went to a predominantly white high school and uh, they didn't understand where I was coming from, mm-hmm. but this one woman did. I later found out she had a black husband. She understood the assignment. <laughs> yeah. Because I she's like, listen, man, these motherfucking kids don't get it. And yeah. you have to understand that that this is not that's not your problem. It's not your problem. It's not your fault. You have to, you know, love yourself. Like, are you smart? Yes. Are you handsome? Yes. Do you like what do you like about yourself? I started listening. She's like, Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Like, the only reason anybody ever says anything to you is because hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And you never have to take it to heart as long as you love yourself. And these motherfuckers won't get it. These, these, these whites will not get it. <laughs> and you know, I, it's, it was great. It really, it really, really helped. And I don't think if my life went in that direction, I'd be able to handle uh, the writer's strike. Thank you very much. You fucking greedy fascist Hollywood fucks uh, was still going <laughs> on and we were out of jobs. By the way, guys, if you can see, we had to fire all our writers here. Mm-hmm. Not chill. Uh, now we all, all we have is our producer Blaine. That's why I can't find the words. Yeah, he get, It's not because he's tired. It's literally because Bennett cannot find the words because they are not here. Mm-mm. All right. And the uh, inner writer strategy. But anyway, I wouldn't be able to make it through this, this, little, this little patch. Like uh, you were talking about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You did different things during the pandemic, right? Uh, mm-hmm. eBay, selling shit for reaching people. I made games. I made yeah. Zoom games is what I did. Like I, I, I luckily was working throughout the whole pandemic, but I was the only one working. No one in my <laughs> office, no one to talk to, nothing. Like I was on Zooms and shit. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like going out. You remember the beginning of the pandemic? Like going out was like fucking 
like it was like you're suiting up to like it was like go it was like what i feel like these 1970s war movies were all about mm -hmm. you know just i always felt like i was being shot into the space <laughs> like in unknown territories and mm -hmm. see what came up at like putting my mask on i'm like <laughs> whatever i want to say a lot red white and blue <laughs> <laughs> like that's it was not it was not easy and what i would do is i would create games and i would make all these games and start doing them over zoom because I was like, what am I good at? I'm good at making shit. All right, let me make this shit. I tested out a few friends. They told some friends. And we had like like 10-person games going. Then we had teams going. Mm -hmm. uh, my buddy uh, up north, Mr. Uh, DJ Wonderland, was like the in-house DJ, which is popping his box. And he started having like lights going on in the <laughs> background. Like I'd be like, all right, the next the next subject, uh, next category is The Simpsons. See what you know about The Simpsons. He's like, ever ever Simpsons. I'm like, well, great job, Wes. Mm -hmm. you know, like, <laughs> it became like this whole little radio show in Zoom while everybody was trapped in their houses. So, you know, it definitely depends on the person um, how they'll be able to handle it. But there's definitely things that you can do if you are experiencing this. Definitely talk to somebody. Work out. Like mm -hmm. I'm literally saying, stretch, do some push ups, some squats, body weight. Um, like it, it helps so much. Get that, get your heart rate up for an hour. You won't regret it. No, it, it just like it's a natural. Like every single person to ever tell me, it's like exercise. You know, every doctor, therapist. <laughs> okay, but okay, when you said person, I'm just like, so you never tried it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think it's that's that's like a it's a kids thing, right? Exercise, yeah, exercise. No, no, that's not uh, for me. I'm an athlete. I'm not a professional exerciser. All right, <laughs> that's that's all it is. I need uh, to move in quick bursts. <laughs> Not fast, but I'm quick. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, definitely like start a project um, and don't do anything overwhelming. That's the biggest mistake people can make when you're like, all right, I'm going to clean up the bathroom. That's going to take you like six, seven hours. Like if you try, if you try to get into that and like redo it, just do a task. Be like, I'm going to organize all the towels today mm -hmm. and then I'm going to clean all the bath mats today. Then I'm going to wipe down the sink tomorrow. Then uh, on Friday, I'm going to clean the bathtub and then I'm going to wipe down the shower on Saturday. Bathroom's done. Yeah. Then move on to the kitchen. Hopefully you get a job by then. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it one piece at a time. One There's, piece at uh, a time. One of my favorite Johnny Cash songs about a man working at an auto factory. You stole a car one piece at a time. <laughs> like it wasn't GM doing missed one little piece. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's you got to break it down. And at the, the end, he builds the car, and it looks ridiculous. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a 49, 51, 52, 53, 55, 54, 55, 56. <laughs> 59 automobile. That's but do, do it what, what I'm, the point is. <laughs> It's one piece at a time. One piece That's at a time. That's how I think about it. Like, I got to do it one piece at a time. Because, you like, literally it gets so overwhelming. If it's like, all right, I got to clean the whole fucking house. Like, one foot in front of the other. That's the whole way I look at it. One piece at a time. Yeah. Like, uh, day by day, one foot at a time. Uh, one piece at a time, one foot in front of the other. Like, don't look two years down the line. Like, prepare for five years down the line. But look at tomorrow. Like, make sure every single day is better than the day before. And you should be moving towards better. That's about it. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I've been moving backwards a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally falling apart. Like, so there's this light switch. Uh, I'm I'm sure you're a little older than I am. Not much. You're mm -hmm. still spry. <laughs> but I'm sure you went through this when you're like, oh, yes. I was in the good old days. This is not the good old days anymore. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm coughing and throwing out my back. I got a swollen wisdom tooth over. Mm -hmm. I got to get taken out. Mm -hmm. I had a bum left knee. You know, I, I feel like I have, I have, I'm stepping on needles on my right leg under my foot. I have an eye twitch. I don't know if it's stress, but mine, mine happens with stress usually. Maybe it is stress. Like maybe my whole body's like, yeah, let's 
this fool's this fool's feeling kind of edgy. Let's murder this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's no way. Like, like, if I'm like, you know, uneasy about the day, my brain's like self destruct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I always think about that that movie Osmosis Jones. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I figure it's like looking inside my brain. Uh, I just like a little bit of stress and there's like one dude anger from uh, in, inside out. It's just like pressing the self-destruct button and somebody has to be like, bro, you can't just self-destruct yeah, for every everything. time. Yeah. Every t- like it's going to be fine. You'll get a job. It's cool. <laughs> dude. It's just, okay. So you park a little farther. No reason to freak out. <laughs> okay. 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 You pressed record and it was already recording. So you didn't get to record it. It's cool. It's all right. It's all right. It's Red all right. Lights on. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, like I said, I hope if we help one person today, mission accomplished. Guys, have confidence in yourself. It's all going to get better. Uh, we'll be right back with more Papa Don't Preach. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around for the end of our podcast. We wanted to bestow some of our knowledge onto you. So uh, for our segment, uh, we're doing the top. This is our segment and the father's top right here. Um, Bennett, when you are dealing with your kids, sometimes you ever put a device in their hand, kind of let them zone out for a little bit while you clean up in the background? Yes. We... um like they're at much like a watching show phase right now, Ooh, which is great. But like if we're like you know traveling or something, we'll toss that iPad on them. Yeah, uh, here's this. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> but no, it's uh, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like it's. I think people are sometimes apprehensive about it, but like kids need to know how to use these things because oh, like, yeah. and it's also that they they didn't know better than us, faster than us. It's crazy how fast they pick it up. Oh yeah, I I I've tried to teach my mom had to use an iPad and that didn't go well Ended up in a yelling match. And now there's like a dusty tablet in Nigeria somewhere in a closet. So, um, but my two year old picked it up. Yeah. No, we have like the only, we have like a no cocoa melon rule in the house. And it's like me and Nats, our rules are like, I don't want, we don't want to be irritated. Like, uh, baby shark has been outlawed. We let, mm-hmm. we let it ride for a little bit, but it's outlawed. And yeah. I think I told you, uh, it was the Baby Shark movie on Netflix. Oh, no. That one, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. There's mm-hmm. like an hour and 15-minute movie called the Baby Shark movie. And I was like, cool. But it's basically this Baby Shark has a gets hit by a meteor when he's flying through space. Uh-huh. And his ship, uh, uh, no, the... The little red, the little red uh, orange fox. What's that thing called? Oh, the the yeah the, the company. Yeah, the fo- uh, pink fong. Pink fong. Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's pink Floyd. He's on the dark side of the moon. Pink uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pink fong. Uh, his uh, or her ship gets hit, and the stars has a star, and it breaks into five pieces and flies all over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. She has to go to each star, pick it up to repair her ship. Cool. So each planet is it like deer? He's either a dinosaur or an, a lion or a a monkey and um, they go to the planet and then they sing the baby shark song, mm-hmm. but whatever planet they're on shark has been replaced by that animal. Dinosaur dude. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like, and I was just Steve like, Steve Buscemi do, 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 Soprano, do, 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 do. Yeah. They're in fucking Jersey. Pretty great. Yeah. yeah in Jersey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, I, I feel you. I was like, no more baby shark in the house mm-hmm. because 
that movie five times in uh, it's a lot of dude to do's dude and it's not like the short version it's like the eight minute ballad like medley no they toss kill extra verses in there yeah <laughs> it's like a little hip hop verse spaghetti yeah. mom's <laughs> sorry um <laughs> So I, I wanted to go over some of the top apps that I have to use with toddlers. Yeah. And yeah, I know that we you have, have some, some yeah. yeah, a handful that we use to like on flights or like in the car or whatever. One that we use, it's like the, like, um, what is it called? Pika zoo. Pika zoo. It's like a little guided tour and like the one's like a little farmhouse and okay. one's like an aquarium and one is a train with an, like a circus train or whatever with animals on it. Pika zoo. So you like, you tap on it and it's like a rhinoceros and it goes, you know, <laughs> or like my favorite one's the beaver and it goes, <laughs> like it's like making beaver sounds uh and the dudes like they love that there's one that have like an egg version where it's just like a little egg and you tap on it and it like, turns into like a bird and it makes a bird sound and gotcha. it's good for them because like it's not too interactive like you just have to do some little tapping here and there mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so that's when we use like a bunch like at rest like a lot at like if we're out to eat like okay that's the one that's the <laughs> yes. one like let's look at this because it's like it's, it's easy for them to tap on it Okay, I and have. It's entertaining enough, but they're getting they're like they're a little older for that one right now. They're aging out of the animal one. So you're telling me about like uh, ABC was, ABC Mouse? I thought it was like the gold standard. Yeah, that's like the one I see on the TV. Yeah, the ABC mm-hmm. Mouse is so that one is like a good if you know rainy day or cold outside Saturday cleaning kid on the couch instead of watching TV or they can't really go outside for a minute. You need like an hour. Mm-hmm. ABC Mouse is the thing. It's like it's so engaging. There's so many. There's English. There's math. There's shapes. There's colors. There's everything. And the way that they lay out the app, like parents all over the world, super impressed with that app. I love ABC Mouse. I think that's the one. But my like quick, my quick one mm-hmm. that I like, and it's it's going to depend on your kid. Is uh, one called Loopamol. 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 Yeah, like animal, but with mm-hmm. loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Loopamol. And I believe that I'm saying it right, but uh, yeah, it's by Yatta Toy, and this one is like, I guess because I'm a you know hobbyist DJ mm-hmm. and I like making beats. This is why my son likes it. But it's basically you make beats with animals, so like That's you'll have fun. a moose or a whale or just a moose, mm-hmm. and you'll put different shapes on different parts of the bar because it's just a constant bar. Yeah, because uh, I, I kind of saw the interface. It's like triangles and like. Yeah, polar bears, whatever it is. So yeah. polar bears like boom, 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 and mm-hmm. then you like put a little bird beep, 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 and you make like your own beats. That's, and that sounds fun. It's, yeah, it's it just very, like very fun. fun. Yeah. It's very, very fun. You might even try playing yeah. around with it. Um, the good thing is, um, as they get older, because Ozo has been playing this for over uh, for a bit now, like a year now, mm-hmm. and he's graduated to Bandamol. And Bandamol is the same app, but now you can equalize and put a backing track. Oh, wow. And it's the same interface with same animals and stuff. So, But it's like now he can do more. And like mm-hmm. he learned how to make this. And he's like, oh, I can do more with these whales and these sheep and these pelicans and this polar bear <laughs> and this moose and this hippo. So, like, yeah, like the beat-making ones, like, it's so good. I think it's a great app. Fantastic app. Um, and then our last one. I don't think you've had, have you used this one yet, Homer? No, I'm not familiar. Homer the, is. The Simpson uh, or the philosopher this, or the writer? I, oh, <laughs> Jesus, can't talk. We got to get you to bed, to it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> writer, philosopher, poet. poet. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> when I ask the audience. Um, but yeah, the, the, Homer, uh, the Homer app is also has everything. Mm-hmm. It ha- I think it's a better version of AB, uh, ABC, ABC Mouse. Mouse. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the Homer app has everything, and it's like learn-based too. So you can kind of navigate at your own speed and, um, you know, these challenges that they give the kids. Like kids fall in love with it every single place they go. Mm-hmm. And actually the reason I was thinking about this now is because I saw kids using it at the school I visited uh, earlier today. So I was like, oh, Homer is dope. Yeah. Like I, if this school is using Homer, then I know it's dope. Is there one that we had as a kid that you wish that like we would have like you know like what's the what's the one we're talking about is it number munch or no, no, that number munch is the ones I play what's the one yeah. you play math blasters math bro blasters. if you want like math blasters three thousand or whatever yeah I'm gonna blast your math right <laughs> out of here man <laughs> I remember like how sometimes I like it, that game stressed me out I'm like oh, no no uh, I I remember. Um, like I had this, tr- I came up with like these tricks. Like I, you've heard about the multiple of nine trick. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe I'm more heard. of an English guy. <laughs> 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 so at, um, we always had our, our times table. So I think at, when you're multiplying nine, um, the numbers flip mm-hmm. after five. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So like, Fascinating. yeah. So, <laughs> and when you look on the opposite sides of that, mm-hmm. so like, you know, nine times two, uh, that's 18 i know that one yes so when you look at the other ones away from 10 nine times nine is 81 the number mm-hmm. switched Ooh. yes so Whoa. yeah so when you look at nine times three it's 27 uh-huh. when you look at the uh uh nine times eight on the other side it's 72 mm-hmm. so I like to take your word for that one but yes yes it just keeps it goes back and like they start to switch sides so i would always use that in math blasters because when they started going up to number nine i'm like oh shit i got this mm-hmm. i got this but then they, they would throw in like a Six times seven. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> so are you, so you're blasting numbers with like a, like, cause yeah. my, the one I'm talking about number munchers, it's like pick out the odd numbers and you get your little Pac-Man knockoff and he eats them up. Yes. I uh, think that's how, I mean, that's how I remember maybe. So a math problem will be coming down. You have to put in the answer and if you mm-hmm. get it right, it gets blasted. <laughs> and there's right. like, like almost like a space invader version of it too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a part where you have to get the number right to build a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. And like more you get right, you get it. It was cool. That sounds fun. It was cool. We had yeah. Oregon trail. Oregon Trail, yes. Um, Everyone had Oregon Trail, though. Yeah, they, it wasn't great I, at history. No, yeah. it was just great at, like, I, I know what how to ford a river. I know what that is. That's what I learned from Oregon Trail and what dysentery was. I, I, just like, hey, uh, lo- looks like my daughter died of cholera. <laughs> uh, uh, a cholera. Like, a cholera. Which is like, hey, hey, orale. <laughs> That's racist, Bennett. Don't laugh at that. Low-hanging fruit. I'm laughing that she insisted on doing it. Oh, no, I got such a... Uh, and I got such a fat neck that I couldn't get the button done in time. So this I know, is, I know better than button a top button in public. Hey man, I, I, I'm depressed. All right, I gotta work out. <laughs> get my dopamine up. Start walking, brother. <laughs> Steps, my arch nemesis. Um, but fun thing I wanted to tell you before we uh, finish this one off. But by, by the way, these are great apps. I suggest you try them. ABC Mouse, Loopamol, or mm-hmm. Bandamol. Uh, Pikazoo mm-hmm. and Homer. Uh, if you're looking for good, absolute banger apps for your kids, these four I think are at the top of my list. They've, uh, they've wasted my kids' time. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're learning. Like, if you can learn on a screen, go ahead and learn. Any parent who's like, I'm not going to give my kid a screen, you're a garbage person. Yeah. Well, it, it's like, go ahead. I think you're you. just trying to, like, who you try to impress. Other parents who don't, like, I don't care. Like, like I, I, don't care. If I want my can, kids to be happy and healthy and intelligent, and they are. 
Yes. They're not little monsters that, that scream. They Oh, hold on a second. Uh, they are, uh, <laughs> as, as, someone, as someone who's been yelled at, I want to watch Yellow Submarine. <laughs> when there's five different versions of Yellow Submarine he wants to watch on YouTube, maybe I have enabling a little bit. Yeah. But at least it's Yellow Submarine, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but, I, no, I definitely... Uh, um, I don't know, man. I always feel it's like we play video games. We watch TV. Like we yeah. did that shit. Like it, we're yeah, we watch. We're TV. as normal as any other generation. We watch TV when it was like frying, literally physically frying <laughs> your eyeballs and brains when you sat next to it. Like we used to glow in the dark from sitting too close to the TV, and now a kid has an iPad. And you're like, he's gonna rot his brain. I'm like get the fuck out of here. All right, we got this. No, I mean you know. I don't. I don't have an Instagram ground anytime soon. <laughs> okay, like that's yeah. that's where we draw the line. I think social media is the that's the that's where it's like okay, I'm gonna become a grandpa about that. Yeah, I mean, I might be because like, I might even shame my kid. I'm like, you have a Facebook? <laughs> you gonna pay for that check mark? You yeah. fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Want a blue check mark for my birthday? You know what you're gonna get? It's some pants. <laughs> I need to get you some goddamn sense, but we'll settle for pants. <laughs> An honest pair of socks that last a long time. That's you're going to get. I always thought that shit was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was going to tell you my story about going up the steps at Universal Studios mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, but it was such a tragic story. Like, I was hurting after one. Like, you know this bottom steps for Universal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you walk up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a young man's game. <laughs> It's a young man's game. I'll take the tram next time. Yeah, I we we had to, I was like, all right. After I got upstairs, like I was with Jasmine, uh, my homegirl Jasmine, and my girlfriend Shannon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, straight to the studio tour. I need like 30 minutes off these bad boys. <laughs> I uh, this is like I know where the music's fading. Up. Whenever whenever I work at Universal, I've worked it a couple times. I love waving to the trams. I feel like such a do like I feel like a goober, but like I wave every single time, and every everyone that waves back at me, I appreciate. Dude, I tell you right now. I do the same thing. I love it. <laughs> but Rider Strike, the whole back lot was a ghost town. No oh, one was there. Wow. It was wild. It was really, really wild. But hey, guys, uh, yes, uh, this is Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> We're going to be back next week. Big shout out to DNA and uh, Aaron Moss. I'll do our music. Blaine Pierre, our producer. We out. Thank you guys for sticking around. Bye.